At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hi guys, welcome to the second part of last week's episode. Uh, for obvious reasons, I split it into two because I just, I y'all, I know your attention span and I knew you were not going to sit there through an hour and 15 minutes of divine babbling. So um, I split it in two and I hope you enjoy. I hope it's a little bit easier to consume. And yeah, if you're feeling it, go ahead and share. Uh, and leave a like and review, leave a rating, leave a comment, turn the notification bell on. You know the the whole spiel, baby. You know it by now. But anyways, I love you. Enjoy. And the other thing that I realized was that I was not, well, not I realized, my friend made me realize was that I was not following enough women that look like me on social media. Like almost everybody that I was following was thin, and petite or thin petite uh looks like a fucking 90s video vixen like you know like those supernatural beauties like the black girls that I'm talking about but I was not following anyone that looked like me I didn't have that relate to so I was constantly trying to I was constantly comparing myself to a standard that was never meant for me that I was never meant to literally fit in and that's why I mentioned Emma Chamberlain before I love her style I love a lot of things about her but I don't think that it's healthy to follow a lot of people who do not have things in common with you that don't look like you and try to relate to them. I can relate to her on an intellectual level, sure. But if I keep looking at that girl as a standard of what I'm supposed to look like, that's a problem. That's going to be a problem. And I actually didn't realize, like, I didn't think about it. I didn't really think about it. And I think a lot of these things like happen in their subconscious because like you can have a lot of people you relate to. And like I followed Emma because I loved her YouTube videos and I love her podcast. But and I she is one of my favorite like influencers. But I think Instagram is such a visual aid that you look at people and you don't realize you're making a comparison. And I'm looking at them for influence, to influence my style, my taste, my whatever. But we are living in different realities. And and unless, you know, I'm like a thin person, I'm going to compare myself to a thin person as a big person. And that's unfair to me. So I've gone, I've literally gone the extra mile of making sure that the people that I'm following look at me, look at me, look like me and who I feel good looking at. And, you know, you can say that that is, I don't know, you cannot agree with this whole train of thought, but I know how fragile my confidence has been of recently. And I know that that's what I need at this present moment in time and that's what I'm going to do for myself because I know that mentally like I am I I can feel very badly about myself very quickly and I'm not trying to get to that point I'm extremely fragile at this moment I I'm 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 standing at the edge I'm 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 very fragile 
like emotionally. Um, and I think I have to be very smart about the content I consume, who it's from, what it looks like, how it makes me feel. Um, and you know, I, I should be in a place where I don't feel bad because I think somebody looks better than me. I should have more confidence than that, but I don't, I don't. And I think that, you know, I've had life experiences that affect me and I, and I'm trying to work through these things, but it's difficult. And I think all that matters is that I know how I feel and when I see, you know, when I find myself feeling jealous of somebody, of how they look and like comparing myself to them, I have to remind myself that I am like, I am beautiful. I am a beautiful person. I am aesthetically beautiful. I, and that shit right there, ends it right there. I have to remind myself that I am aesthetically beautiful. Um, I find myself beautiful. If somebody doesn't find my find me beautiful, that doesn't really have a lot to do with me because beauty really is in the eye of the beholder. And honestly, beauty is only skin deep. There is so much that can happen within the next five seconds that could rip out every single aspect of what I thought being beautiful meant. I could fucking burn half of my face off today and I would have to relearn and re-understand what beauty is. Um... I could lose my fucking head and I would have to have a different understanding of what beauty is. I could go bald. There's so many things that could happen that would force me to redefine my definition of beauty. And I have to understand that this shit is only skin deep, that what really matters more is who I am inside. And if somebody is not willing to know that part of me, is somebody is willing to dismiss that part of me very easily, then that is not necessarily somebody that I need in my life. And that is not somebody that I should spend a lot of time thinking about. Um, there's a lot going on. It's just a lot. It's just a lot like happening at this moment. It's very hard for me to talk to because like I'm in the midst of this. I'm I'm in the middle of this. Like this is, these are feelings that I currently have. These are thoughts that I'm currently processing. Um, I'm, that I'm still processing and having a hard time processing. Like literally right before, oh my God, I was supposed to shoot the podcast a lot earlier, but I didn't because I started crying. I started crying to my mom because I was trying to explain to her that I felt like growing up, there were so many things that I wasn't insecure about until somebody told me like until somebody made a made made a comment like I ne- remember I never thought about my fat arms until that girl was like ew your arms are fat um and that you know that affected me in a way but I think that hurt deeper because I had heard it before from a family member saying that you know fat arms are unattractive nobody wants to see that um there's I I I'm having a hard time so that like obviously affects me in a way and like and I was telling my mom because I have a younger cousin who like she has a she's really a trip um and 
oftentimes I tell my mom like, oh my God, if this little girl doesn't change, she's going to have a really hard time in school. Like nobody's going to like her in school. But that is never something that I would say to her because when you're so young and your mind is tasting so literally and you have these ideas that are forming and they're so intense and these emotions are so hardcore and so intense. If somebody were to tell you at that age, you need to change or nobody's ever going to like you, you are really going to think that there is something inherently wrong with you. And that is one comment that you will carry on for the rest of your life forever and ever and ever. And you're going to grow up and you're going to be crying and you're going to be wondering, why do I feel this way about myself? And you're going to pinpoint it back to one comment. And unfortunately, you know, some of us have a lot of those comments and some of us have a lot of those times. And a lot of those things can come from people that are close to you. And I think having the emotional maturity to understand where those things are coming from and also understanding that you need space from people that make you feel like that is a very big thing. It's a very big deal. Um, I There are so many times like when somebody has, like in my family close to me, has said something about, um, you know, if you don't change this thing about yourself, uh, no one's ever going to love you. Like that's been a comment that's been said like a couple times by one specific person, but it's been said enough times. Um, and you know, I never really thought that like love was something that I always thought that love was something that had the, that happened regardless that you had a soulmate and they found you and it was like magnets, right? It clicked automatically. I never really thought that you had a choice in the matter when I was young. I never thought you had a choice in the matter. But then somebody made that comment to me and I realized, like, not I realized, but it made me feel that, oh fuck, if I'm, if I fuck up enough, I can really... to take a second it really made me think like if I'm not good enough if I'm not like perfect if I do enough of this thing then I won't be good enough I really it was like that that thing where people are like work on yourself and then you'll be worthy of love I constantly was I was constantly made to feel that there was a precipice And I was under it. And if I wasn't good enough, I wasn't going to get it. Um, That was something that never crossed my mind until somebody said that. And then it has been something that I've been trying to unlearn for years now. And the same thing goes with my appearance. Um, There were so many things, random little parts of my body that nobody else notices but I noticed because somebody picked me apart, um, because somebody really made the effort to point it out. Um, and I think the thing is, is like the older you get, you kind of lose the ability to blame anybody else for the way that you act because of those insecurities. And you kind of have to take back the control and you have to take back how you feel about your body you have to make your own 
definitive choice about how you feel about yourself. And that's definitely the part that I am at now. You know, I know who the root of the problem is. I know who they are. I know who said the cruel thing. But they said that shit maybe because they wanted to hurt me. Congratulations, it worked. But now it's my responsibility to free myself from that person's thought, from that person's feeling, from their projection, from their whatever. Um, Now I have to recognize myself as an independent person and to basically take back control over how I feel about myself and I have to unlearn all of these things I have to feel free enough that I will wear a shirt without sleeves the day I do that I will feel extremely brave um I'll have to feel free enough so that when I wear a tube dress My first thought isn't that I look pregnant, you know. Um, It's a lot of unlearning. I have to feel free enough that when I'm standing next to my skinniest, most aesthetically pleasing friend, I know that there is value and that I am worth a lot. I know that there's value in me. I don't feel worthless because... I'm not as thin as them because I don't look like them because I don't feel as pretty as them, you know? And I've had moments where guys approach me and they don't approach my hot, thin friend. And in the moments where I'm feeling free and I'm not thinking about it, I'm not thinking about, oh shit, they approach me instead of my skinny friend. Like, I'm not making that comparison. But there are moments where you know, maybe they're approached and I'm not. And I feel a type of way about it. And I have to remind myself, one, my friend doesn't have control over that. Two, <laughs> two, it's, it's not a nice feeling. It's not fun. But that doesn't change your worth. You're still a human being. You still have so much value to you. And you shouldn't put your value in the way other people perceive you and what they think your value is. And maybe, like, it's not even as deep as that. Maybe your friend had fucking their toes out and the fucking dude had the foot fetish. Like, you know what I'm saying? It never really is that deep at the end of the day. Like, sometimes I hear my friends, like, boyfriends will talk about them and they'll be like... They'll be like, yeah, the thing that attracted to me was like this one weird, obtuse, random thing that they do that I'm just like, what? Like they're crooked pinky or some shit. And I'm like, all right, to each their own. But if I was sitting there comparing myself to my friend, I would be picking myself apart and nitpicking all the things that I think I am and I'm not. Meanwhile, the dude fucking was attracted to her because, I don't know, she had an extra long pinky finger. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there really is no winning when you compare yourself to other people. And I really thought that I was over comparing myself to other people. But then I caught myself doing a couple of times and I was like, whoa, girl, what the fuck are you doing? This is not who we are. This is not what we do. This is not how we behave. So can we get a grab? 
and you know, I'm, I've been getting the grip gotten. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been a little tough. I'm not going to lie. It's been a little hard. Um, and I'm definitely working on my confidence every day. I'm trying to be the bad bitch that divine deserves. I'm trying to be, to have the confidence that I deserve to have. Um, and you know, I'm trying to live my best life because I've never had fun when I'm feeling down, when I'm, when I'm feeling where I have low confidence. I never feel good. I never have fun during that time. Most of my fun comes when I literally feel like the sexiest bitch in the room. Like that's when I have the most fucking fun. And I'm like, I have to make sure that I feel like that. I feel that. And that I recognize that I am the hot girl. I am a hot girl. I am a sexy bitch. I am a hot girl. I that's just it. I am a hot girl. Like there's nothing else to say. Like I am a hot girl and that's what it is. And it's either you accept it or you don't. Like you're a hot bitch. You're a hot bitch. You are a hot bitch and you need to accept that you're a hot bitch and you cannot compare yourself to other people. You know what? I really feel like there was something else I was supposed to talk about. Hmm. And now I'm not remembering what it is. Anyways, um, there's a lot that comes with being a hot bitch. Um, sometimes you just don't feel like it. Sometimes you, like, you just don't feel like getting dressed. You don't feel like putting the look together. You don't feel like performing in a way. You kind of just feel like being your most calm, minimum self. And, and I definitely was feeling like that this past weekend. I was so happy when one of my friends was like, I don't want to go out. I was like, absolutely. Thank you. I couldn't bear the thought of like, looking good you know what I'm saying and I'm not saying I have to be made up to look good but it's like you know going the whole extra mile and being extra and extravagant and just like absolutely doing the fucking most um I don't have that energy a lot but it is something I enjoy doing um but I don't know I think there's I think there's a lot of value in knowing who your best self is and also kind of like what I what I started doing is is preparing myself to succeed even on my worst days um and that I think goes like I see a lot of girls like they have their eyebrows done the tinted the lamination they have the fake eyelashes the um the the ones you keep in and I think that is preparing yourself to succeed because you are half ready you already look good you know you may not necessarily need that but you know doing things like taking care of your skin taking care of your body um bitch buying a matching set of sweatpants so even if you have to go if you have to just step out you look good you feel good you like you can be looking like you just left a slumber party and look good and like that's something that I've been kind of keeping tabs on because there's so many times where like I just need to run an errand I don't need to look like the baddest bitch in the fucking Walmart okay I really don't but I will run out of my house I look like shit and I don't think I don't care about it when I run out of my house but then I'll fucking run into the mirror aisle at Walmart and I'm like oh fuck I look like shit have been walking around looking like this all day like so to set myself up for success what I do is I have a matching set of sweatpants so when I need to go somewhere I just put that matching set on with the matching slippers with the matching little shoes and I'm gone and I match and I'm in the Walmart and I get what I need and I don't have to think about you know oh fuck I look like shit I look like this I look like that you know I think the fucking highest level of like tranquility does that even make sense 
I think like the the boss, you know, when like the final boss, the final boss of the final boss. I look crazy. Let me fix this. The final boss of bad bitchery is honestly becoming an UGG girl. Just not actually genuinely not giving a fuck about what people think you look like. Mm -hmm. Genuinely not giving a fuck about how you are perceived. And like that to me is such a lot of so much about this is performance like so much about it is how you look how you're perceived to other people and it's like at the end of the day I try to make it feel about how I feel about myself but I'm not gonna lie like I care what people think I do I care about how people view me I I do and but I do care about it but I think at the end of the day I care more that I am living in a way that is more honest to myself I can pretend that, you know, your thought really matters to me and that, you know, you don't think this outfit looks good. But if I, okay, you could dress me up. This is what I'm saying. Okay, here, 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 here. I'm trying to make an example of this and we're just going to have to go with a um, metaphor because <sighs> I'm not finding the correct wording for this at all. So you could dress me up. You could dress me up from head to toe and 10 million people in the room, Lady Gaga, 10 million people in the room can tell me I look good. If I don't feel good in the outfit, I'm not wearing it. I'm not wearing it. That's my confidence. Okay. That's like a good example of like my self-perception. Okay. But if I wear an outfit and I think it looks okay, I think it looks good. I'm going to need a second opinion. And if you give me that second opinion and you say it looks bad, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to take it off. Um, if you give me that second opinion and say I look good, I'm going to look at it a little bit longer and I'm probably not going to believe you and I'm going to take it off. Um, but I don't necessarily want you to go out of your way to tell me that you don't like my outfit, especially if you see that I'm feeling it 100%. Just let me live in peaceful bliss and be happy with the way I look. You don't need to point out my flaws for me. Like, I will come to you asking for your opinion, for your thought on something, but I don't want it unsolicited, if that makes sense. I don't know. Does it? I don't know. But, um, but yeah, and... Because I was having that conversation with somebody the other day and because and, I asked them their opinion on my outfit and like it turned into a whole conversation and they were like, if you're going to wear whatever you want, you have to not care about what anybody thinks. I'm sorry, I care. I care because I am sensitive and if you tell me I look ugly, I'm going to cry and I don't care when or where it happens. It's just going to happen. Um, I'm not at the point yet where I don't care what anybody thinks of me. I wish I was, but I'm just not. There are things about myself that I know to be absolutely false. You can't make me believe things I don't believe, but I may listen to your opinion on 1% volume and I may cuss you out about it. So I care about the thoughts that are running in your head, but I'm going to at some point remind myself of I'm going to ground myself. I'm going to come back to my core beliefs of who I think divine is and then move on, you know, but we're always, I'm kind of always taking critique sometimes, sometimes opinion, you know, Whew. but yeah, that was a lot. And like, honestly, that was a lot for me. That was kind of heavy. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, that was a little bit heavy. I had a really hard time articulating myself today. I'm not gonna lie. I've been struggling with articulating myself all week. Um, 
And I, I don't know why. I wish I knew why. It's just the words are not coming out as smoothly as I wish they would or as they have in previous times. Um, and that's a shame because I was really excited about uh, talking about this topic. Um, and to I really thought that this was going to be lighthearted and fun and, oh, I don't want to do my hair. I really, I was hoping to keep this on a superficial level, but nothing is ever superficial because everything goes deeper than you expect it to. And that is just the lesson of this week's episode of POV My Therapist, I guess. Um, but yeah, so that's how I've been feeling. I've been feeling a lot of ways about myself and, and just the way I feel and, and I'm really trying to remind myself that I am that bitch because I am a bad bitch. I know I am. Um, I think there's looking like a bad bitch and there is being a bad bitch. And I think I've really perfected looking like a bad bitch. Now I have to be the bad bitch. I have to embody the bad bitch. I have to. I am the bad bitch. I am the baddest bitch to ever bitch. And I need to remind myself that on my worst days. Um, because nobody else is going to. Actually, that's a lie. I surround myself with people who are going to remind me that. Um, but yeah, it's a gift and it's a curse, um, to be such a hot girl and blessed with this beauty, this grace, this face, this ass, all of it. Um, it is a struggle and my own personal cross to bear. And I'm just really happy to have you on that journey with me as I go through the self-reflections of, being a bad bitch of being a hot girl of being just like the sexiest thing to ever walk this planet like (sighs) I said it before and I will say it again being a bad bitch is a thankless job it is absolutely a thankless job they want you to live under the suppression of the society to deal with peer pressure, to deal with pressure from the media. And they still want you to be a bad bitch. They still want you to succeed. That's... (laughs) That is just too much for one girl. Like... (sighs) When I signed up to be a bad bitch... They never told me it was going to be this hard. Like, (sighs) they made it sound so easy. Like, they were just like, just beat your face. Get a good unit. (sighs) Make sure your ass is poking. Hold on. Yeah, my sister's husband called me and he, we, we not tight like that. So he never calls me. So I was like immediate, I wasn't going to pick up, um, no offense, but then he, I was like, wait, he never calls me. So I picked up cause I was recording the podcast. I was just going to send him to voicemail and call him when I was done. But I was like, he never calls me. What's going on? Y'all I call, I pick up and he's like, have you heard from your sister? And I'm like, uh, kind of like she called me earlier like is she okay so like my heart is beating fast because he went to pick her up from work and he couldn't get a hold of her so I call her and she picks up and I'm like um what are you doing 
And she's like, I was taking a shit and there was no service in the bathroom. I see I have a lot of missed calls. I was like, girl. She was like, I was actually having a good time. I was doing a crossword puzzle and everything. And here you guys are thinking I'm dead. Yes, period. That was just a nice little interruption. Anyways, so um, what was I going to say? But yeah, I, I've tried to talk this out. I'm going to have to edit this so heavily to make this shit cohesive, but it's going to happen because um, I'm the cohesive queen. So um, yeah, you know, I think we're always growing and <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's a lot of emotions swirling through me and I, I, would, I would be remiss if I were to ignore the fact that there's probably a lot of emotions swirling to you to, through you too. Um, that's why I try to keep it as honest as I can. Like I do feel jealous sometimes and I, sometimes I think things like, why not me? Like, why is it not, what can, what am I doing wrong? What, why don't I get the attention that I want? Why don't I look the way I want? I wish I looked differently. I wish I was this. I wish I was that. I can, I wish all day long. Um, and I, and I don't, I'm never gonna fucking tell you like, oh, you shouldn't think that way. Don't think that way. It's like, no, you can think that way, but don't sit in it. Don't stew in it. Don't stew in the jealousy. Don't stew in the envy. Don't stew in the pity party of why me? Like, because it it doesn't help, but like you have to feel those feelings. And when I feel them, I turn around and it's kind of like I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, okay, let's unpack this. Let's really unpack this. Why do you feel like this? Like, first of all, let's, let's acknowledge how you feel. Um, and let's also acknowledge that whoever is the object of your jealousy is the object of your envy is not at fault that this, what you're experiencing is a personal issue and you need to deal with it. Um, that person didn't plant your insecurities in you. They're not the person that's making you feel the way you are. You have something that is undealt with that you need to deal with so that you can remove this little shit stain of emotion. Um, and, and that's just a fact of it. That's just, that's just how it is. It's, it is what it is. It's as simple as that. You feel jealous of people. You have to recognize why you're jealous. You have to, you have to recognize why you feel like you're not enough. You have to remedy that with yourself. You have to talk to yourself. You have to talk yourself down. You have to look at your reality and look at the truth of the matter. And a lot of the times, by the time you're done doing that, you realize that, that you are, you are worth a lot. You are worth so much that you are not all of the things that you do not think you are. You just aren't. Like there are so many people that I probably have had moments where I felt jealous of and then we've had conversations and they turn around and they tell me, you do this thing so well, I wish I could do it like you. And it's just like, damn, so like everybody's feeling inadequate about something. Um, and I shouldn't sit here and just imagine that, you know, I shouldn't imagine people's lives for them because I don't know what you've been through. They don't know what I've been through. There, I don't think there's anybody in this world who would, like, literally when you think about it, I don't think there's a single person in this world with a nice life who would look at somebody else and say, I want you to walk through my life and feel all the ways that I felt. I don't think there's a single person who would say that. And I think a lot of the time, a lot of people 
they would tell you, here are the things that happened to me to get to the place that I am now. And if they offered you to experience all the things that they've experienced and in exchange for your reality, in exchange for their current reality, you would say no. You would say no. You think I'm saying yes if Oprah tells me I will give you all my money if you went through my life. No, I'm good. I'm good. That lady had a hard life. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, we just need to be grounded in our reality. We need to be grounded in the truth about ourselves. We need to remember the things that we are good at. We need to be okay with accepting the things that we are not good at and that there are things that we can improve upon, that we can learn from, we can grow from. And I think we have to be okay with not being perfect people. We have to be okay with not being society's idea of perfection. Because even when you are, society will find a way to tear you down. Look at Brittany. We're not going to get into it. But that's just the truth of the matter. You know, you are a beautiful person as you are. And there's nothing about you you should change unless it is really detrimental to yourself. You shouldn't want to change a single part of yourself because of somebody else. And if you're feeling that way, sit with that emotion, understand where it's coming from, pull it apart, put it back together, and move on. Okay? So that is the advice I'm giving you today. And, um, yeah. I hope you have had a lovely week. I know I have... Have I? I? I had a decent week. I had a good week. Um, I hope that you are happy. I hope that you feel joy this week. I hope that you experience love. I hope you experience confidence. I hope you walk a little bit with your... I hope you walk with your head held a little bit higher. I hope you feel more at peace in your being and at rest in your soul. I hope you feel warm. I hope you feel appreciated. I hope you feel loved because I love you and I appreciate you. You are my favorite person that I have never met and I hope to one day. Um, If you are... You know how it is. If you've made it to the end of this episode, um, if you made it to the end of this episode, you might have a lot of commenting to do this week because I need your opinion on what we should call ourselves. Should we call ourselves the philosophers, the Vinefield Wellness Club? I really like that one. I'm very impartial. Not impartial. I am very partial to the Vinefield Wellness Club. I love her a lot. Um, there was something else I said, but I can't remember. Um, but if you made it to this week's end of the episode, comment Halloweeny, Halloween, Halloweeny, comment Halloweeny. Um, I'm excited. I really love my decorations. It look good, y'all. It look good. Look at my little jack-o'-lantern and my little candles that I got from $5 at Target. Period. Okay. Um, yeah, I've had a lot of fun today. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcast, please leave a rating and review. You guys, if you've already left a rating, you can leave another one. There are no rules against this. You can leave another one. Don't be shy. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, leave a rating. Y'all see my whole wig moving. Leave a rating. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, hit the like button. Hit the like button. 
hit the subscribe button. Turn the notification bells on, okay? Leave a little comment. Let me know how your day was. Say Halloween-y. Girls, don't be shy. Girl, don't be shy. Um, cause I be saying like I got a couple hundred views, but only that four comments, girl, leave me, say hello to Zvine. I be answering, I be conversating, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Instagram is Vinephilo, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O. And the Twitter is the same. I finally got close friends and I'm like, I don't even know what I want to put in here. <laughs> Boo. Um... And what else? Yeah, I really, it was nice to get this off my chest. It really was. It was very nice to get this off my chest. Um, I've been such an emotional wreck lately. Jesus Christ. Christ on a cracker. If I don't stop crying, golly. Anyways, have a lovely week, you guys. I love you so much, okay? Mwah. Mwah. Goodbye. Mwah.